Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, Let's Not. We are your host, Sam. And Michelle. And welcome to episode number one of our new podcast. <laughs> this is our second time recording this. <laughs> Because we're so good at this, um, we actually got through probably the whole episode and then realized that we did not record a single lick of it. I really thought it was recording the whole time, and... <laughs> After Michelle came back to the table, I was like, hey, you're going to hate me, but it didn't record. (laughs) I didn't want to throw you under the bus. I was just going to say, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was my, well, I thought it would be fine, but I just, I wasn't able to look back at it anyway. Um, So guys, this is our new podcast. We hope that you guys can be patient with us as we get our groove with everything and Michelle and I used to be former co-workers and we would always sit in the office and just chat and gab and talk about everything so we thought we would share that on here yeah so for our first episode Michelle and I are newer friends Mm -hmm. Um, so we wanted to kind of talk about making friends as an adult since we're both in our 30s and I feel like a lot of you guys could relate. Yeah, because it's it's so hard to make friends later. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we actually stayed friends. I feel like a lot of times in past work experiences, there's always that one person that was like, oh, we'll definitely stay friends after, like, we don't work here anymore. And it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, this has. Yeah. So for today, well, actually, we'll be recording at Michelle's house, so I'm here now, and I drove here, which driving is not something I'm crazy about, especially here in Massachusetts. (laughs) It's a little scary, but I was hoping that coming to Michelle's house, you know, get get me out of my comfort zone, get me back to... um, Maybe being a little more confident about driving since I work from home. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy to drive in Massachusetts, for sure. I don't like it. Got all these old streets. No one likes to use their (laughs) blinker. I don't know. I feel like that's specifically a Massachusetts thing with the blinker. And then also all these goddamn streets were like built for fucking horse and buggies. So they're all too thin. (laughs) They're all somehow still two-way. And there's parking on both sides. So, fuck me. And there's holes everywhere. (laughs) This is just a podcast about... um, Driving. City streets. And and the lack of infrastructure. And how we hate them. (laughs) So, driving to Michelle's house was quite... Well, okay, it wasn't as bad. It was fine. Just because everyone was at work already. So, I was just listening to whatever I was listening to. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. I missed a few turns, but hopefully... Uh, I just can't wait until I don't have to use it. The GPS. Yeah, you're going to get there. You're going to figure it out. Best place. Yeah. Speaking of driving over here, I heard some news, and I don't know if you were aware, Michelle. We got a sex tape, a new sex tape out there. (laughs) It's not mine. It's not yours. It's not mine. Do you remember the actor David Boreanis? Is that how we pronounce his last name? Boreanis? I don't think so. Um, but the guy from Buffy. From Buffy, who played Angel. He was also on Bones. And I think there was another show recently he was on. I don't know. I feel like I recognize him from both of those. And then, um, 
Do you watch BoJack Horseman? I do not know what that is. Okay, it's like an animated thing on Netflix, but he's like, he's in that too. He's not in What it. channel is it on? Netflix. Oh, okay. Nothing's on channels anymore, Sam. Are You're you right. <laughs> is it like um like adult comedy thing? Yeah, it's the one with the horse. He's in it? Yeah, he's not in it. It's like, I forget. I feel like one of the characters is obsessed with the actual actor. And so, oh, like, that's fun. His pictures are everywhere, and his name is David, I want to say Boreanis is how David I remember Boreanis. it being said. David B. We'll call him David yeah. B. So I was listening to Juicy Scoop, which is a podcast by um, a female comedian, Heather McDonald. I don't know if you guys are aware of her, but she talked about how David B. was trending on Twitter. This happened about a week ago, so it's a little late, but apparently there was some kind of video that appeared online of him masturbating, and it's... It's him, like, the age that he is now, and I wasn't able to find it. I didn't look too deep for it because I was kind of scared to see, to find out what everyone else saw because all of the Twitter, the tweets, everyone seemed like they were kind of disgusted watching it, so that's why I stopped looking for I it. I cannot wait to stop recording this podcast. So, so we can look for it. I know. Um, but apparently it's him masturbating, and he's, like, talking to whoever – that he made this video for apparently. Is he completely naked? He's completely naked. Naked. Okay. okay. Naked. <laughs> naked. <laughs> he's completely naked. But he ends up, he's like just talking dirty, you know. So they really just like gave you the complete visual. The complete visual, yeah. They also said he did have a pretty big package. Okay, okay. I still feel like I need to know what angle is it shot from. But there I think it was, else. they They said, they were wondering if someone else filmed it because you can hear someone in the background. Some people are saying it was another man. Some people are saying it's his wife. It's not really confirmed. But when I was listening to Juicy Scoop, they talked about that while he's doing it, somehow he zooms the camera in on everything no. and so they're like how are you doing the camera yeah. work how are you pleasuring yourself how's this working out okay not to relate this to anything um but when you do your videos I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you do zoom ins how are you doing that uh when you're when I pleasuring <laughs> When I edit them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can, like, cut it. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, I don't know. It, it, she almost made it sound like he, like, you could tell that like, he's zooming in on the oh phone, God. maybe. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know how this came to be and how it's out there on the internet, but I don't think you can find it anymore unless someone did, like, a screen oh, recording of it. I'll go to fucking X-Hamster or one of those porn sites. It'll be fine. I'll find it. I'm sure we could find it. Do you think it's a... Uh, like a publicity stunt? I feel like, so you were telling me that he's like not on Bones anymore. Mm -hmm. So maybe. I feel like if you're like actively on a show or something, you wouldn't do it as a publicity stunt. Mm -hmm. But if like you're just trying to generate some more buzz or any name. Also, maybe he's just starting an OnlyFans account and this is just like to get you up in there. I also think that's kind of bullshit because it's like I... A bunch of celebrities are now doing it. It's like, are you not making enough money? Enough money. money. <laughs> I know. Can you let some of us fucking peasants make some mild 
D-list celebrity money. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of creators on there that make a ton of money. It's insane. Well, so, I'm, Michelle, you're going to need to <laughs> whip out your tits and we're going to start an OnlyFans account. It's insane. Well, and going on what you were talking about, like the celebrities using the platform OnlyFans, that's how it was when all of the celebrities hopped over to YouTube. Um, if anyone doesn't know, I have a YouTube channel, so that's why I'm talking about it. But everyone was mad like when Will Smith came over and they're like, you guys make so much money. Like, leave the YouTube yeah. To just the normal people that are yep, trying to yep. get paid or whatever. No, I, I feel it. I also kind of feel it mildly, like, on the podcast level, even though I completely listen to them. But, like, Conan, bro, you have a show where you're interviewing people. Why do you need a podcast, too? Make some space for me and <laughs> Or at least, like, if you're going to do a podcast, interview, like, Normal yeah. people. Oh, my God. Well, nobody wants to listen to normal people talk, which is why this is going to go nowhere. <laughs> you better stop it. But see, I like listening to – I mean, I we listen – well, I don't know. I was going to say I feel like the podcasts that I listen to aren't, like, famous, famous people. And oh, I, same, yeah. And I like listening to them because I feel like they're my friends and I'll have it play um, in the background. No, and that's what, like, I like. Like, most of the podcasts – that I listen to, a lot of them are true crime, but it's not like any of them were like huge celebrities beforehand. Mm-hmm. They are kind of now because of the podcast, but it's like, but I do listen to the podcast where it's like a famous person doing interviews or stuff like that. Yeah. But I also am just like, you already do that on like Hollywood level. Mm-hmm. Chill out. Well, I get it because they're like, let me make as much as I can let me start some new projects and I feel like especially with podcasts you have more free range and they're usually producing it it's not like they have to do certain things and have guidelines and restrictions like on a tv show yeah and they sound great Mm -hmm. I mean all I'm saying I think at the end of the day is Conan get on OnlyFans and god I love Conan get off the podcast (laughs) Let me see that big dick. Do you no. really think Conan's hot? I do. Uh, yeah. No, oh I absolutely God. do. He's, He's such a, a babe. I'll drink of water. Mm-hmm. He's still married, right? Oh, absolutely. When's yeah. his sex tape going to come out? <laughs> if any of you guys have heard about David B and his sex tape, let us know. Let us know. Let us know what you rate it. Your thoughts. And especially if we can't find it, we're going to need some more info. We're Definitely. Just for research purposes, obviously. So let's just go ahead and get into making friends. Yeah. Are you happy with the friends that you have? Like the amount of friends you have, I guess I should say. I am. I am happy with the amount of friends that I have. I think it's like a little strange now with COVID. Um, But also for the past few years, me and Jake have definitely talked about making more friends just because... A few are kind of branching off to, like, start families and have mm-hmm. kids and shit like that. And, like, we know we're not going to have kids. So we're kind of trying to find other people that are still want to go to the bar and shows and do stuff if that don't have kids. Yeah. That not, makes sense. Not that kids are the worst, but they are to me. <laughs> I hope any of your friends that have kids. Do your friends with kids know how you feel about kids? Yeah. Yeah. They do. Okay. It's like I like their kids, they're fine, that's great. You just don't want your own. I don't want my own. I feel like 
Yeah, the majority of Joe and I's friends are married and have kids. There's a few, there's only like one more couple that doesn't have any kids right now. Um, Am I looking to make more friends? Not necessarily. Uh, I just feel like sometimes it takes a lot of energy and I'm always like, uh, am I going to be good enough for you? Am I going to entertain you? Am I going to be funny enough? Like it's just a lot of energy and then it starts to seem overwhelming and then I spiral and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, leave me alone, everyone. I'll stay in my room with my dog. And that's all I need. And that's all I need. No, it's definitely hard because I just, uh, I feel like people have such little free time that you don't want to encumber them and be like, oh, can you spend some of that time with me? Mm-hmm. And what if I'm not good enough? I mean, I never have those feelings, but yeah. I got it. <laughs> You're like, I mean, I know I'm good enough, but... <laughs> I feel like if I'm at the point where I'm going to use sacrifice some of my alone free time, then uh, it's going to be for fun. Yeah. I was Googling, doing some research. Mm-hmm. Looking on the internet, the world wide web, and I just wanted to go over some stats that I found about friends and all of that stuff. I found these on Vox.com. This was an article uh, published last year by Aubrey Hirsch, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, so they pulled a thousand adults, and it reveals that one third of Americans feel they have a support network only some of the time. That sounds shitty. It sounds shitty, but like you said, I mean, it's like there's really no time. Where's the fucking time at, honestly? Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to work? Yeah. How am I supposed to have hobbies? How am I supposed to have a relationship? How am I supposed to make mm-hmm. new friends? How am I supposed to have me time? It's, yeah, there's not enough hours in the day. Um, but I also feel like that's uh, more of a, they don't think that they have a support system. Mm-hmm. But I have to assume that if you reach out to your friend and you're like, I need you right now, they're there. Yeah. I, I would, or I they're would, not your friend. Or like, they're not your yeah. friend. Exactly. Um, and I would feel like that too. I'd be like, oh, I feel lonely. Um, what was it? One third of my time or whatever. But if I was like, Michelle, I need you. Or if I messaged another one of my friends, I would like to think that. Yeah, that they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's also a thing of people not being vulnerable. I remember, okay, so our friend Bovice was here. Mm-hmm. And he was just, um, he had done something for us. I forget. He had done a favor. And he was like walking out the door and he was just like, well, you can always count on me. And I literally looked him right in the eye. I was like, no, I actually feel that way. Mm-hmm. And he got so sheepish, like, oh, okay. And then, like, I think he, like, said something derogatory just to, like, make it funny again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I feel that way about you guys, too. And then just, like, ran out the door. And I'm Aww. like, there's, like, this – I feel like when you hit somebody with, like, no, I really feel like I can count on mm-hmm. you and you're a great friend, it's almost just, like, a repelling where it's just like, <laughs> oh. That's too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe let's just be friends, yeah. not friend friends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you came over to, like, disinstall our sink. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, But, yeah, I just – but I, I want to get to that place where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking come at you with complete honesty and be communicative and just be vulnerable, and hopefully that doesn't scare the shit out of you. Yeah. Well, and if it does, I mean, then you know that that's probably not the – right friend or not someone that you can they just need to 
get to that point too. Because I feel like we're not raised to be that way. I feel like younger kids probably are nowadays, mm-hmm. but I could see why it's like, oh shit, like you actually said something real. Yeah. Well, and too, I wonder like if it's, we want to get to the point and not do like the surface level stuff just because mm-hmm. we're older and we kind of know to like just cut out the cut bullshit, it, yeah. you know? Yeah. We have so much less time on this earth. Yeah. Well, and I also wonder, like, is it harder for people our age to make friends because we don't have the energy to? Is it because we're in different experiences? Like, Mm -hmm. we're not at the bars all the time like you were in your 20s, not at college. Um, You're busy with your family. Like, it would just be interesting to kind of see how that's broken down into. Oh, absolutely. I definitely think it's a time thing and it's a trying to find somebody with the same interests and hobbies and Mm -hmm. stuff. And also, like, I feel like as you – well, for me, like, as I've gotten older, I'm happy with myself. Like, I'm content with just hanging out with me. Yeah. I could hang out with me all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't see this. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was um, the Wendy Williams documentary, how she talked about she was her own best friend. And I was watching just a commentary YouTube channel and they were breaking down her documentary and Mm -hmm. they said that anytime someone says they are their own best friend, that that's a red flag. And I'm like, no, it's not. I say that about myself all the time, but I do kind of get it because I do tend to shut out people. Yes. I could see it in that way, but I also think it's a red flag when somebody's like, I have a hundred best friends. I do too. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. You, because there's no way you can give enough attention to a hundred people to be mm-hmm. their best friends because you're not doing a good job then. That type of person is the person who has <laughs> like a thousand plus friends on Facebook. Yeah. Like I want to keep yeah. my number down low. That's the person that has 14 bridesmaids at their wedding. So get me started. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? No. <laughs> We're going to alienate everybody. <laughs> The goal of this podcast <laughs> is to infuriate everybody. But we're sorry. If we, but we're sorry. But we're we sorry. also don't mean to. But we're sorry. We're just rambling, guys. It's all fun. Don't come at us. <laughs> all right. Then also, millennials may be emerging as the loneliest generation. That's us. Um, in a YouGov survey, 30% reported feeling lonely often or always. And then they broke it down where boomers feel lonely often or always 10% of the time. Gen X, 20%. And we're at the 30%. So everyone just feels lonely. Everyone feels lonely, especially now with COVID. I honestly, like, I don't ever feel lonely. Do you feel lonely? I don't feel lonely. I wonder if it's just the pressure, like, say, of social media where we think we're lonely, but are Mm -hmm. we really The only time I feel lonely is if I, how do I, I don't fucking know. I go back and forth because I, I, sometimes I feel lonely, but I think that's just if I'm feeling depressed. That's not necessarily because I don't have a certain amount of friends. Yeah. I don't think. Hmm. I think if I had more friends, I would feel more depleted and more anxious and just not good, you know? Exactly. Because it's. I feel like that gets back to, like, the surface friendships, which I don't agree to at all. I really like to know somebody. And I feel like if you're really trying to be somebody's friend and know them, you're giving them attention, which should 
deplete you in a little way. It should exhaust you. So that's why I can only have like max five friends because I don't have much more to give. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a friend of where they want more, but you're like, meh. Never meh. You're like, yes, we're here now, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually doing a podcast with a girl that um, just would not leave me alone. (laughs) No, no. I definitely do have friends. I'm definitely the friend that doesn't reach out and doesn't set up shit, but I'm always the first one to say, yes, absolutely. Like, let's hang out. Mm -hmm. Um, So my friend Mia is always the one that is not responsible, but she's the one that always just puts in the effort. Yeah texting me hope your week's going well like if you want to do something this weekend stuff like that um which in a way sometimes makes me feel shitty not on her end like she's trying to make me feel shitty but I'm like just like "Ah." she gives so much and I'm just like not pulling my weight do you ever feel like you have to apologize like do you I feel like I always set up people like that like hey just so you know not that I'm a shitty friend but it's like sometimes it's hard for me to put the energy up it's not you it's just me like don't think I hate you or anything like that do you ever feel like you have to give that that preamble Mm -hmm. I feel like they just know and so like I try not to apologize for it because like it kind of is who I am and like yeah I don't because I feel like I also said that to you once where it's just like I don't get stressed out or feel lonely by, like, spending a lot of time by myself and working on the own, the stuff that I want to work on. Mm-hmm. I get more stressed out by other people, like, thinking, like, like, I think that they think I'm a shitty friend and that stresses me out, but I also just want to hang out by myself. Yeah. Well, and that's a good point that you said is that you don't want to, you try not to apologize about it. I don't, I, I don't know. That's something I'm working on is not saying mm-hmm. sorry for... A lot everything. of everything. Yeah. Um, but that's a good point because it's like if I'm not a friend like up to your par, then that's your – you should yeah. move along or maybe not count on me as that friend. But Or we can like talk about it. But if – Yeah. You know, but don't make me feel shitty when yeah. I'm telling you this is how it is. Yeah. And they never do. Mm-hmm. It's just that I feel like that's my own thing. It's Same. like, ah. You need to fucking step up. Like, you're not pulling your weight in this friendship. But at the same time, it's like, but I enjoy yeah. being by myself. I do So why too. do I have to apologize for that? I know. So that's it. But then it's like, well, you're in a friendship, so you do need a sacrifice. And not, it's not a fucking sacrifice. I'm mm-hmm. not a fucking martyr. But it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> it's more of like, um, you know, it's like being in a relationship. It's like, it's a compromise mm-hmm. and that kind of thing also like I've never made friends online and I know that you have like a whole online not persona but like life um so I feel like I started making online friends just because all of my real life friends weren't crazy and obsessed as like my hobbies Mm -hmm. like they didn't really care so I went online to find other people who were crazy about Halloween and all the spooky stuff but it also I feel like it's the same because it's like it takes a while for you to get to know someone online because you don't really know who you're talking to unless you meet them in person and a lot of my and I say close friends using air quotations like it's nothing bad um they're close because I've seen them in person Mm -hmm. like just by going to different horror cons and Halloween cons and stuff like that to where it's become a yearly thing 
Um, and some of them, I would even see them twice a year at these events. So I don't know. I feel like it's a it might be a little easier to make friends online for some people because it's like, oh, I don't have to go out and drive anywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything. It's just like I can just pick up my phone yeah. and text them and just be like, hey, how's it going? I guess you could do that real life with your real life friends, but they always want to hang out in person. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's where those like communities are easier to like get new friends and older hmm. like cosplay and like cons and things yeah. like that because you already know what your interests are I think you're just super stoked to be like going to conventions and stuff yeah. I feel like I need to get into like a fandom what kind <laughs> also, of fandom would you get into I see that's the thing I don't think I would like childhood me maybe a Harry Potter one I know that, like, My Favorite Murder has, like, the whole murderino mm -hmm. people, and they, like, do meetups and stuff, but also I'd be like, eh. But, you like, know. Like, who it, doesn't like true crime? Yeah. And also I get back to a place where it's like, I can hardly keep up with the friends I have now. Where where am I going off yeah. to get more friends for? Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, sometimes I feel guilty or that I need to have more friends, but then I wonder if that's just because how society is and then also social yeah. media. You kind of feel peer pre not peer pressured but maybe just like am I that whole thing of am I doing enough am I mm -hmm. good enough do mm -hmm. I have enough friends it is exhausting though I feel like if you feel good I think well I think the the main point of this episode was if you're older and you're looking for friends it's hard it is hard because it's not school where you're all there for the same reason if you're older, you can have somebody that doesn't have kids. You can have somebody that has a full family. And it's just, it's hard to find those, like, common interests and stuff. Mm -hmm. And also, I feel like before I realized it's just maybe me not wanting to make more friends. I think everyone, like, we're all like, why am I so awkward at making friends? Yeah. Like, yeah. why is this so weird? But I think you just have to look for that friend in like a class that you're taking or mm -hmm. like a like a like a job like that's how Michelle and I became friends which is great and I feel like co-workers if you find a co-worker that has similar interests or it just flows and you guys can talk hold on to them because yeah. <laughs> it's really rare and you're spending all of your fucking time with these people like mm -hmm. you spend more time with your co-workers than your significant other probably and I don't like that oh I hate that I mean, I mean it was fine when you. we worked together. Yeah, that was yeah. great. But that's, okay, that's another thing that is just crazy to me in life. Yeah. And it's like, hopefully your coworkers are like, cool, but that's fucking few and far between. But I just feel like when you're older, it's either you can make friends and coworkers or it's like an old friend's new significant other. Mm -hmm. And like, hope yet again it's like hopefully we have similar interests or like yeah they're friendly okay then another stat um this was kind of depressing i feel like all of these have been depressing <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> sorry about that everyone um okay but our point is like don't don't be sad if you're not making friends like out of our point is look we're, we're your friends we're your friends we're your friends and we just became friends this year yeah we became friends this year yeah. and like we're like really good friends yeah oh i'm gonna cry that's <laughs> so sweet we did it we did it and you can do it too <laughs> okay going on with my depressing facts 
A survey of more than 17,000 people found that those with very few social contacts were 50% more likely to die from cardiovascular disease. <laughs> that is like such a weird connection. It's it's crazy. They do a lot of research on this. Obviously, you need... I think it's just a social thing. You need to have social interactions with other humans. Mm -hmm. That is a must. It is, unfortunately. Also, <laughs> researchers analyzed the happiest people to find the common link. The answer? Relationships. Yeah. 72% of respondents said that family and other relationships contributed a lot to their personal happiness. Okay. All right. But I feel like you're doing good if you at least have one friend and you talk to them a few times a week, maybe once a week. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be – you don't need to have 10 friends. Or should I no. say 20? No. Absolutely not. Not even 10. I feel, I feel like, like you have 10 friends, like with high school and college friends. Yeah, but, um, like, my high school friends, I still consider them, like, my really great friends. I'll never not know them. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't – keep in touch really like we get together for like big events baby showers weddings reunions and stuff like that um and we pick up right where we left off there's never anything weird but it's not like I'm texting them or talking to them mm -hmm. weekly even if monthly so do you feel like that's more like family then oh yeah I would say that they're like my family yeah well are you lucky <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, what else do I got here? Um, but to be honest, like friends that I check in with and like I see weekly or often, it's like you and Mia, mm -hmm. to be honest. And then Jake has his boyfriends that come up that I guess are my friends too. Yeah. they I would consider them my friends and they would consider me their friends. So. And you know what's weird? I feel like Jake is like a lot like Joe. Joe is still really good friends with all of the guys he went to high school with. They they'll make plans to hang out like pre-COVID, but they have a group chat and they always talk oh my God, yeah. multiple times yeah. a day. And I'm yeah. like, I feel like that's what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. Like you're more in touch with your friends than I am. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's not like deep or level, like deep level stuff, mm -hmm. but they talk a lot. I'm like, aren't you guys bored of each other yet? Like what else is there yeah. to know? I just, I don't think that they get into those conversations probably. No, um, you're right. Same with Jake. And like, they also can like fight and say like shitty things to each other. And then they're like, fine. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes Jake will be like, well, why don't you just tell her that? I'm like, it's different with girls. Mm -hmm. Like, it like hurts on a different level. It feels like an attack. Yeah. Like, they'll just straight up say things to each other. I'm like, oh, how do you guys even want to hang out with each other? I know. But... But look at that. They fucking talk all the time. They see each other every Saturday. They fucking skate. Well, maybe Jake and Joe can uh, mm -hmm. come on sometime and tell, give us tips how to like. <laughs> I think it's literally the, it's communicating and not holding anything back and also just like not getting butt hurt. But they don't. Okay, but guys don't. This could be another topic. Guys yeah. don't communicate the same way no. with their friends as mm -hmm. their partners. Absolutely not. Like sometimes Jake. I'll be like, oh, because all of Jake's friends are also dating or married to my girlfriends. That's how I met most of my girlfriends where they started dating Jake's friends. Um, and it's like, 
you know, Mia will be like, oh, you know, somebody passed in my family. And I'm like, Nick was just here 10 fucking minutes ago, heard nothing about it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, Jake, did you hear that Mia's grandma died or something? And he'll be like, oh, I think Nick might have mentioned it, but I don't remember. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's always what's happening. That's a good point, because one of Joe's close friends, him and his wife just had a baby, and even before, I was like, are they having a boy or a girl? And Joe's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Joe, you literally talk to Jason, like, every yeah. day. How do you not know? And when I didn't know the baby's name, I'm like, what's the baby's name? And Joe's like, I don't know. And then when they had the baby, I'm like, did you talk to Jason? Like, how's the baby mm-hmm. doing? He's like, oh, we don't talk about that. I'm like, but it's your best friend, and it's his kid, his first yeah. kid. But yeah. I guess that's just how they are. It's annoying. Because I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm it's here. It's annoying. <laughs> I'm here. And then, like, I'll just ask prying questions all the time because I'm fucking nosy and mm-hmm. I want the goss. And, I mean, I get the answers because it's not like they're being withholding, but it's just like, why don't you fucking leave with that? That's, like, interesting shit. Yeah. I, Bo Vice is my only fr- guy friend right now that's, like, single. And so, like, I'll ask him about past relationships or what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just like, you don't have to answer this, but... <laughs> and it's but, like, but you gotta answer this. But please answer <laughs> Alrighty. So I thought this was interesting. Time is certainly one factor we know. According to a study in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships, it takes on an average of 50 hours together to consider someone a casual friend and 90 hours before you regard them as a good friend. I feel like that's no time and it's also a lot of time. I agree. Because I feel like work-wise, that's two two and a half weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, real life wise that's probably six months <laughs> yeah it takes a while in real life yeah I hope everyone can have like a good friend that they work with I hope so I feel like you find it and you make it because you're like in the same trenches mm-hmm. um because my trenches for real for real like my best friend at the bakery we would have never, ever, ever in a million years been friends in real life, mm-hmm. but he, he was just like a gamer and we were just, but he was like my best friend. Yeah. And like we met up a few times after I left, but then, you know, life goes different ways and it's like, well, there's no reason for us to really meet up, hang out. Aww. And then same with my like work friend at Whole Foods where it's like, we have some of the same interests and mm-hmm. we would meet up after work, but then once we stop working together, it just kind of like peters away. That's sad. It's not going to happen to us. I already see you looking at me with, like, puppy dog <laughs> eyes. <laughs> um, it seems like you have a track record. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> no, but, like, I feel like um, when, you're, when you're working with somebody, you're just like, well, we're going to spend all this fucking time together. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not be miserable. Yeah. Tell me what your interests are. Exactly. I'll Ma- pretend I care. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pretend I care about jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of have a track record, too, because, like, I feel like in every job I've had, a best friend come from that job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like you said, when you're not working together, things kind of fizzle out, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's why I, I told Michelle that we needed to start this podcast. This is my way of locking, locking her down. <laughs> Lock in the friendship down, guys. I think it works. Because you know what? This takes off that we're not only friends, we're business partners. Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so then we're stuck. Mm-hmm. 
So since we kind of talked about friends with kids, we know, well, I don't, I'm not saying this is what they're saying. Children can also get in the way of nurturing friendships, especially for women. Children reduce the hours per week a woman spends with friends from 14 to 5. Yeah. Five hours a week, though, that's better than I'm doing. That's a shit ton. That's a lot. That is a lot. So don't be hard on yourself. Why are they trying to make people feel guilty about this? Also, it's like, I'm sorry, but kids have so many activities nowadays. Like, they're all doing 500 different things. Mm -hmm. And you're the one schlepping them around everywhere. It's not like they're just magically getting there. (laughs) If you have an extra three hours a week, why would you want to spend it with me? Like, go take a tub. Go to Target, just relax, take a nap. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even want to exhaust that extra time on somebody else. No. Or to listen to them talk about how exhausting their podcast is when I have all these (laughs) goddamn kids. What are you saying? (laughs) I've already been talking shit about this. Have you? I'm like, I want to (laughs) know. Not a fucking word. That is too funny. (laughs) But, no, but seriously, like, sometimes... And I feel this way with a few friends where it's like they either have so much on their plate or they're going through like such a tough time that like I don't want to talk about how easy or good my life is. I'm just like, eh, I mean, everything's fine, you know? Like, Yeah, but you're not getting what you need to get out of the friendship, though. So I don't like that you do that, but I kind of do it, too. <laughs> It's, it's hard. It's like, I don't want to be rude. And also it's like, it's almost like kicking somebody when they're down. But also it's like, I'm just, but I'm also pretty even Steven. Like, I feel like I'm usually like coasting. But you shouldn't, you're like, you shouldn't downplay. Yeah, I know. It's okay. That's depressing. <laughs> you should be depressed right now. <laughs> this is interesting. So, psychologist Robin Dunbar found that the number of friendships we can maintain may be related to the size of our brain's neocortex, and online friends take up space that we won't have available for new friends in real life. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I can't... I mean, I feel like it's tough because I don't have online friends. But also... do. That also makes me sound like I'm an idiot because I only have the brain capacity for, like, two friends. I don't, I have it, I don't even have it for myself. Like, <laughs> how am I living? No, I don't have online friends. Yes, you do. Oh, like, I have friends that, like, I knew in real life that now we're, like, probably online friends mm-hmm. because we don't meet up or hang out or anything. But I've never, like, cultivated a friendship or a relationship, like, strictly. Like, it's been born from yeah, online. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, they maybe turned into online friendships. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't want to get catfished by any friends, though. Absolutely not. Also, there's no way to be catfished if they won't fucking get on a video <laughs> with you. Can we please do an episode fake. of cat, like a catfish? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to yell at you, but <laughs> it's just like, like these I can't people wait. that are like, oh, he just uh, something was wrong with his phone and it doesn't record. It's like there's no, no. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. Also, they say if you struggle with forming adult friendships, this is what gives me anxiety. Experts have some useful advice. Psychologist Anna Akarbi suggests thinking of friendship as a kind of networking that has enormous personal payoffs. Yeah, gross. No. Don't try to be my friend at a networking event because yeah. I'm not showing up. <laughs> not doing I'm not it. There. Not there. <laughs> 
not there. Uh, no, I don't. I the few the few all the networking things that we did. I hated it because it's like so surface, and it's like I just want I want to enter a conversation with what is your trauma? <laughs> what why what not? is your deficiency? Because here are mine. What's your biggest fear in life? What's your biggest fear in life? How many siblings do you have? What do you hate about yourself? Where, where's, where's the best place you went on vacation? When was the last time you cried? Where was the last place you ate at that had the best nachos? There you go. There, and, that's how I, <laughs> and that's how I won her over. Do you have pets and how spoiled are they? Exactly. Who has the bigger personality of your pets? Yes! <laughs> do your pets leave turds in the bed or is oh, it just me? Shit. That's like a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> With poor reason. Yeah, so I've only been to a few networking events, and they give me so much anxiety, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'll never go to a network event thinking, well, they say think of it, not that you're actually going to make friends at these things, but no, it's like, don't don't look down on me because I'm trying to start my business, and you've been having yours, okay? <laughs> so you're just coming into a defensive. <laughs> yep. I wish I could put on the name tag, like, hi, my name is, and just say, like, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to networking events. I don't think they're for you. They're um, no, I just, I don't like where you're just supposed to bounce around and just, these are my three mm-hmm. bullet points, and now I'm on to the next one. I have a question. So when you hang out with people, mm-hmm. do you, say, like, if we hung out and if I had friends and I invited you over, do you hate that or do you like just or I guess if you hosted something would you only want your friends to come over or would you ever be like Sam bring a friend oh yeah I would I would say you could always bring a friend um I don't mind going to parties where like you know say you had all your friends Mm -hmm. and you invited me and I don't know any of them I would be fine with that I know that um I wondered that about you too because I feel like um pre-covid we were going to have a party. I was like, oh, maybe I'll invite Sam and Joe. But it was just like all of our friends that we hang out with all the time. And then it's like, well, they feel like uncomfortable. But I mean, I, I like meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I like meeting new people. If I'm going to pursue that into a full-blown friendship, is a different thing. Yeah. You know? Because I might find a new friend there. I would assume that if they're hanging out with you, they're probably pretty right. cool. You know? Yeah. So I feel like that's a good way to make friends. Well, now I'm spiraling because I'm like, when Michelle does invite us over, like, Mm -hmm. I'll just probably be with Dottie and Ichabod, which are Michelle's cats. Mm -hmm. I figured. No, I assume that. No, I would be totally fine. (laughs) If if you're like, I haven't invited you because I'm not sure if you'll be okay. Well, that was also like, like, now I wouldn't care and I would just be like, would you feel comfortable coming? We have these friends coming and I would just let you know. Um, but I feel like earlier in our friendship, I was just like, well, I don't know if like she wants mm-hmm. to like make more friends or yeah. if she just wants to hang out with us, whatever. Yeah. Um, but now I just feel like, Hey Sam, we're going to have these people over. If you want, you can come. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel comfortable, like don't worry. I would. Yeah. And you could always bring your own friends. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Cause then, then I become, I become the host of them Yeah. where like, Instead of me trying to figure out, like, and be comfortable with your friends, yeah. I now have to make sure that my friend that I've... Is comfortable. Is comfortable. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm only worrying about myself. 
I'm here for myself. <laughs> You're left to your own. Um, I hear there's a man called Bovice that does not have a girlfriend. <laughs> Go over there. Uh, my friend Bovice also, now that he's single, anytime I bring up a girlfriend that's not part of the people yeah. he knows, he's just like, what do they look like? What's their situation? I'm like, Bovice, everyone's in a relationship. Like, well, he asked that about you. He's probably like, because you're such a great gal that obviously all of your friends are great gals. He's just a dog. He's just looking for a girl. Oh, then don't be trying to send him my way. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we can do like a Bachelor episode. Oh my God. That would be hysterical. <gasps> we I could wish. ask him about like his single life. How old is he? He is... Is he in his 30s? Yeah. Oh my God. He's like 32 or 30, 31, 32, 33. Like I want to know what a single guy in his 30s is looking for. Let's interview him one day. I would love to. He can definitely do that, especially like with COVID. I know that he was like online dating some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't online know ever... dating during COVID? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I don't know if they ever actually met up, but mm-hmm. it's like just talking to people. I'm like, and he's very like a social person too. So it's like, you know, I'm sure he would have preferred to meet somebody at like the bar or something. Yeah. Who's more social between you and Jake? Jake. Jake is. Mm-hmm. Just because he gets so bored and he's just like, he wants to be around people. And like, I'm just like, if I have a Saturday free to myself, like there's 500 things I can take care of. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. Yep. Same here. Yeah. Alrighty. So Jackie Luo, who runs IRL Society, recommends that we boldly push past small talk and open up about the big things happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A big part of friendship is understanding someone for who they are and having them understand you for who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we hit on that where it's just like, I don't care about Mm -hmm. how the weather is. And I mean, I guess if I'm working with you, that's fine. And if it's like a little chat on social media with someone, but Mm -hmm. if it just keeps going, I just don't like it when it. Especially, like, on social media, if it's someone I don't know. <laughs> it, it just doesn't end, yeah. It doesn't end, but it's just always the small talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like, I don't feel pressure for you to keep this going. Like, mm-hmm. that's, it's on social media, it's DMs. Like, it doesn't work like an actual conversation of where we're at a coffee yeah. house. But there are some people who get, okay, whatever. No, I, I know exactly what you mean, where it's like, it's just like, so how's your week going? You're like, great. How about you? And then they're mm-hmm. like, good. So what did you do on Saturday? It's like, I thought already. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I don't have time yeah. for this. Yeah. Small talk online. Like, no. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough in person. Yeah. It could be kind of hard, especially if the per- other person's wanting more, but it's just the small talk. I would just never look at it. <laughs> I would just never open that mm-hmm. <laughs> that thread. Well, we kind of got deep, like, at the beginning of our mm-hmm. friendship. Not, like, deep, deep, but yeah. we were – I think we could both tell that we were wanting a little bit more from each other. Yeah. Well, it was hard because, like, I feel like you started a week before COVID hit, mm-hmm. and then we went remote. And so, like, I didn't know you beforehand, and all of a sudden – and also, I was on vacation the week that you started. Okay, so, but here's how I knew I would like you, because when you were going on vacation, mm-hmm. I was like, Michelle's going on vacation. Oh, like, I already yeah. knew, like, I I knew that there was, like, some kind of good vibe about you. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this sucks. Oh, that's nice. Because it was like, you know, when you are good friends with someone at work, and they're like, hey, going on vacation. And you're mm-hmm. like, holy fucking shit, how am I supposed to come to work 
for five days without them being here. Like, I'm calling, I'm calling out. I'm calling sick. <laughs> um, so no. I was like, oh, this is going to be lame. Yeesh. Oh, so she's gone? <laughs> she's gone. Can I start after she gets back? <laughs> uh, but it was just like hard because then it was just like all through Zoom and it was just like also trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in the world mm-hmm. and what we were going to do. Um, and then I think when we started going back to work like two days a week, it's just kind of like both of us being like, can you believe what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about the bread making phase of COVID, mm-hmm. just all of the phases. All the phases that we really didn't get to enjoy because we were going at 200 mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> well, everybody else took a bread break. <laughs> Insert five eye rolls. <laughs> but um, no, like I feel like once we were back, in the space together, it was almost like immediately like, oh, so what's, you know, what's your life like? Uh, Where did you come from? Oh my God, you're from Kansas. I've never met anybody from Kansas. Mm -hmm. And then I like to listen. I feel like you also like to listen. We don't really like jump into each other's stories. We just like let you finish a story. Okay, now I go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now it's about me. Now it's my turn. I remember I was so excited when you shared with me your wedding book. Oh, yeah. And I remember, like, you got so excited because I was really interested in it. And I remember you were, like, telling Jake about it. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, is that not normal? Oh, my God. No, because, like, I had shown it to other people and they just, like, flippantly flipped through it. And I was like, okay. It's, like, one of those things. It's, like, talking about your dream where it's like, oh, it's only interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And then you literally, like, took, I think, five minutes on each page to really look (laughs) at every photo. And I was like... Okay, she actually, like, is interested yeah. in my fucking life. <laughs> yeah, girl. Well, same. <laughs> and I feel like that's how you make a friend. Like, you're actually interested. I think that was one of the tips of how to make friends. It's like, be, don't be interesting. Be interested. Like, oh, learn how yeah. to shut the fuck up yep. and listen to somebody. Yeah. I feel like that's a problem for a lot of people. It is. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I feel like, um, the last really like good friend that I made was probably probably about 10 years ago. And with usually with my friends, I can tell if they are similar to me and if it's like the same kind of sense of humor. And so I'll just jump to it. Yeah. And I felt like that's what I did with you, mm-hmm. kind of. But it was I was you were like my boss too, so I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like weird. No. But I was like, well, if Michelle doesn't like me for the weird person that I am, then. I tried. Yeah, we can just go back to a professional. <laughs> <laughs> just go back from working from home and not not finding those Zoom links. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not going to be coming in anymore. <laughs> no, it was so easy. And it's like, you know, you have a, like, you know, Sam also is the creator of Halloween Happy. So it's like, I know that you're super into Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I was always super into Halloween, everything about that. So it was just like. It was also super refreshing to meet somebody my own age that just didn't give that up. Yeah. Because I feel like as I got older, the friends that I had, like, weren't into that anymore. So I just, like, slowly started, like, pushing it away. And I was just like, oh, I could, like, be excited about Halloween and, like, mm-hmm. spooky shit again. Yeah. And so, like, I already knew that we had that common interest. Well, and Michelle here... She's a talented soul. <laughs> I won't. I know. I won't say your last name. Michelle, the artist, graphic designer, illustrator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I thought all of that was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 something. Well, you're like a creative soul, though, and that's what I think 
gives yeah. us something to talk about yeah. too because we're both like, can we just stay in our room and mm-hmm. work on art or work on crafting or something? And I also feel like that's why we're good with a lower amount of friends mm-hmm. and like deeper friendships. It's because like, like we said, I don't think there's a problem with being your own best friend or enjoying your own time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can find a bunch of things to work on. Yeah. So when did we move to friend, Michelle? I feel like, and I don't want to embarrass you, but I think it's when oh, it's you um, cried in front of me. And when I was I, like, okay. When I cried at work. Yeah. Yep. When you cried at work, you were sitting in front of me and you just started crying. And I was like, okay, she feels comfortable being emotional. Like this is not just a co-working relationship anymore, which mm-hmm. I felt like we were already there, but it's just like. It was just like another yeah, yeah. level. Yeah, it just, like, was a showing thing where it's just, like, okay, she feels comfortable crying in front of me, mm-hmm. like, it's more than coworkers. I also am, like, horrible when people start crying. I'm just, like, don't cry. I wouldn't say you're horrible because you, you're horrible. Yeah. No, you're not horrible. I just don't. You I, think yeah. you're horrible because I remember when I started crying, you're, like, oh, no, and you're, like, <laughs> she, you're, like, this is awkward, like, just moving your hands, like, yeah. oh, my God, why is this happening right now? And I was like, it's fine that I'm crying. Like, we're okay. I just need to get this off my chest. Like, I'm upset, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's also a thing where it's like, uh, like, A, I don't want to see anybody crying ever. But also, what do I do now? It's COVID. I can't, like, hug her or touch her. Well, I feel like that's the perfect time of, like, crying in front of someone. Probably. It's like, oh, they can't, It takes the pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrible, though. Well, you'll probably see me cry a bunch. That's just how I am. That's fine. Really? Hopefully not. I feel like if I'm crying, it's because I'm angry. So yeah, yeah. You <laughs> or like have just that. so frustrated. Um, it's like so built I doubt it'll up inside. Yeah. Um, but no, I like felt it, and then there is always that awkwardness because it's kind of like it's almost like fucking crushing on somebody where you're just like, well, do they feel the same way? Is this just like a co-working relationship for them? Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna scare them off if I'm like, hey, are we friends? Like, I know. How the fuck do you even like broach that? Yeah, and I feel like, because whenever we would work together, and if I was, like, taking selfies of us, I was like, oh my god, Michelle's gonna think I'm so weird. I know, it's, like, ridiculous. But I'm like, hey, I gotta do this for work, wink, wink, (laughs) but you're really about to be my good friend, just so you know. (laughs) But I'm also taking these pictures to CVS to get printed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Can't wait to start a scrapbook. (laughs) Uh, No, I feel like it's, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I feel like that's the problem is people are just constantly telling themselves, like, I'm more into the, to it than they are. Yeah. it's. I think it's our own insecurity. Yeah. When it's like, it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. Like, your friend, the your possible future friend likes you. They want to be your friend. Yeah. I feel like you just don't want to get rejected. And it's like, oh, what if I, <sighs> like, imagine if I was just like, oh, we're great friends. And you're just like, it's really not that deep. Oh my god, I just got really sad. It's like, oh, I guess it was all in my head. He's just not that into you. Yeah. Oh, I'll go kill myself. <laughs> uh. This is awkward. And this is why you don't make friends in your 30s. Oh, no way. I don't. I think that's why it's hard. I think we just unlocked it. It's because you don't want to feel rejected. Yeah. It's like, it's so much easier for someone to be like, oh, I just really don't have the time for you. Yeah. Because they probably don't. They probably, yeah. But I mean, just like how we talked about it, it's hard as being an adult and with a job, with family, a relationship, hobbies. Mm-hmm. It's not 
I don't know. It's not you. It's just... It's the situation. Yeah. But it's going to feel like it's you because it's like... It is. It is what they're saying. It's like, I have a limited amount of time mm-hmm. and I'm not going to take you on. Yeah. It's what is happening. But also... It could be a good thing because if it's yeah. if it's the person where you want you want to be friends with them, but then they kind of let it fizzle out, mm-hmm. that takes the pressure off of you. Because what if it wouldn't work out? And then you're like, great, I have yeah, to break this friendship exactly. up. But then I also think when you're an adult, you're both aware that that's just what can happen exactly. if you're not interested. And you shouldn't take it to heart. Definitely not. I think it's a combination of people need to communicate better and just literally be like, Hey, mm-hmm. I think we're friends now, right? Yeah. We're friends. <laughs> and also just being vulnerable and just being vulnerable to say it. Mm-hmm. And then also communicating when you're like, I love you. I think you're great. But also I have enough on my plate. Yeah. <laughs> I got sad. these kids. <laughs> I got this shitty husband. No, I'm just Ouch. kidding. It's a lot. When Michelle and I talked about starting this podcast and I kept begging her to do it. Um, she thought you, it, no, I feel like we were both like, you'd be like, we got to start a podcast. I'd be like, we oh gotta. yeah, let's do that. And like, I meant it, but then I'm just like, is she joking? Like maybe she actually doesn't want to, maybe she's just saying it. No, but I wanted to the yeah. whole time. See, you were being communicative and I just thought that you were just trying to flatter me. No. So I kept saying it. I kept throwing <laughs> the breadcrumbs at you just to I see know. what you would say. Yep. Keep, like, nudging you. And then mm-hmm. I would always tell Joe, like, I keep telling Michelle, but I don't know if she's serious because I feel like she has better things to do. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. No job. Nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> we should be working right now. We should be working right now. Um, But I told Michelle, I was like, okay, well, if we start this, because I tend to spiral and kind mm-hmm. of think about things way too much and overthink them. And Michelle's always like, it's not that deep. Like, you're just, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I was like, if we start this, like, just tell me whenever, like, we need to communicate if ever something's wrong or if we're not liking it or anything that we can feel comfortable. Yeah. But I mean, I think there will be a time of when we have to, like, have some kind of, not like some kind of, what am I trying to say? Like, eventually, sooner or later, I feel like there will be, like, that next step of where it has to be, like, we have to talk about something uncomfortable. Oh, my God, yeah. Not that it's going to be about yeah, this, yeah. but... No, I feel like, heaven forbid this takes off, it's like, there are going to come things where it's like, oh, well, we didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be big decisions to be made. And I just feel like it just needs to stay, like, safe for both of us to be mm-hmm. like, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And just, you know, I feel like we know each other well enough now where it's like, this is how I'm feeling, this is what I like, mm-hmm. I don't like this, can we do it this way? And we just have to be open with that. Yeah. We've also both worked in like toxic work situations where it's like you don't feel comfortable saying things. And it's like, I don't ever want that to be the case. Yeah. And just be like, I I don't want to do that or whatever. We can't. No. We don't have time for it. No time. No time to waste. No time to waste because we're getting old. Um, No time to waste because we need to spend our time making friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just, and you know what? It's like the pressure of making new friends. Why not just invest a little bit more in the friend that you have? And that's like a new friendship. Like, because friendships are always growing. So it's like. Well, that's exactly it. I have, okay. So I have a list of things that I found online of how people think that you should make friends as an adult. Um, Just some tips and tricks. So the first one is 
the new starts with the old, which is just like, just touch base with some of your old friends Mm -hmm. and try and reconnect and see if like those can be rekindled into friendships, which I can see the point of like, you already kind of know them, Mm -hmm. but also it's like, well, why did it piss off to begin with? I mean, I guess it depends. If it was something bad, then mm-hmm. you're not you fizzled out for a reason. But if it's just like, oh, I didn't put that much effort in, because I have a friend who I've talked about this on our first recording of this. Um, but she was like <laughs> my best friend in middle school and high school. She became a teen mom. She even lived with us for a little bit, and she was like my bestest friend. But then she started, she got married, she had more kids and just started raising her family, going back to school. And I just felt like there was no time for me. And then I eventually moved. But I always, I always think about her, like we'll message each other maybe once a year. That's like not, I'm not proud of that. But I'm like, I should reach Mm -hmm. out to her a little bit more. Yeah. And I guess that's fine if like you're good Mm -hmm. with just like distance friendships. Yeah. I'm, like, such a out-of-sight, out-of-mind kind of person that it's, like, well, if we can't schedule to meet up, then that's not a close enough friendship, Mm -hmm. which is also shitty. Yeah. But that's why I like the girlfriends that I have back home, because it's kind of just, like, a pickup wherever we left off, and there's never the, I can't believe you haven't texted me. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, yeah, come over. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it just depends what you want because it's like if I had a friend who I let it fizzle out that was around me, mm-hmm. it's like, well, do I want to go through the energy of making plans, hanging out in real life and yeah. all of that stuff? So yeah. I, it just depends what you want and what yeah. works for you and your mental health because that's important. Absolutely. Um, another one is listen, seek similarity and celebrate. That's like what I was saying. Like, don't be interesting. Be interested. Like, listen mm-hmm. to people. Ask them questions. Mm-hmm. Ask about what they're doing, what they're working mm-hmm. on, what they're mm-hmm. happy about, what they're sad about. Exactly. It's not all about you. It's not all about you, but if you're the other person, it's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about you. Um, another one, be vulnerable. I think it's just like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be a stranger. It says check in every two weeks minimum. That's like a good like actual number. Yeah. I like number points. Like, okay. And you know what? Sometimes like I'll forget. I'm not great at dates, but if there's like someone important in my life and if they have a doctor's appointment coming up, because right now my friend Crystal is pregnant and I always put her doctor appointments in my phone. So oh, then I remember sweet. to like check about yeah. them. Like the day that she goes, I'll like text her in the afternoon. Like, hey, how'd your doctor's appointment go? Um... And speaking of that, I feel like Michelle has a birthday coming up this month. You do. End of the month. We're going to have to do a birthday episode. Um, but yeah, it's just stuff like that. Like, um, And if you can't remember, because I say this with Joe all the time, I'm like, put the dates in your phone. Put, put yeah. it in your notes. Like yeah. if something that they were wanting to, like if they were interviewing for a new job, if you're not great at remembering things, that's mm-hmm. fine. But it's like be intentional about it and try to be better. Like put it in your notes. Like, hey – Cat is going to interview for a new job. Just check back with her. That is a fucking great tip. Mm -hmm. Like, because you'll have this conversation with somebody. I forget everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know what fucking day it is. Like, if I just put that, like, quick little, like, alert Mm -hmm. in my phone to be like, check it in a week because she said she was going there. And it's not like you have to remember all this stuff because, like, going back to some of my online friends, if they 
Um, a lot of them have had parents who have passed too. And so I'll see on social media that they're like, this week is going to be really hard because it's the second anniversary or blah, blah. I'll like put it in my calendar, like message at Michelle, blah, 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 and check in yeah. because their dad passed away or something yeah. like that just to make sure. I feel like that is like such a beautiful thing to do. Mm -hmm. That's, that's oh, a thanks. good one. Yeah. That's nice. That's like you not thinking about yourself mm -hmm. and just like that little intention is is beautiful yeah. um okay so don't be a stranger and then start a group which is pretty much just like you know what if you like tennis start a tennis group and then they're your friends what group would you start if i were to start a group yeah probably like a, a graphic designer type of a group i guess like what an about art thing cat group cat group i feel like cat people are just too many different other backgrounds you know it's mm -hmm. like they could yeah. be a fucking Trump supporter and like cats. Okay, I see what you're saying. Not that an artist can't also be politically different right. than me, but I feel like it's a little bit more. I feel like Specific half of the population has cats. cats. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And then, or like something true crimey. Can never go wrong with true crime. No. I could go down 500 rabbit holes with true crime. Same. But that's like basic now. They did it. Did you see the SNL skit that they did? <gasps> yes, I was gonna send that to you. What yeah. was this? Okay, we gotta explain it if it anyone's listening. So it, Michelle and I love Saturday Night Live. Um, they did a skit like one of the songs, and it was about how the girlfriends and the wives want to stay at home. And the guys are like, all right, going out for guy night. Are you good? And they're like, yeah, just going to stay here, chill, watch some murder documentaries or whatever. And then it I goes in. I feel like they don't say it. They, like, act like it's, like, a secret. A secret. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then once the guy leaves, the women, like, they get into their sweats, fucking eat Cheetos, and, like, just get down and dirty with the mm -hmm. murder docs. And yeah. then what was the guy? What yeah. did they go watch? Cult stuff. And that's true yeah. because Joe fucking loves cult stuff. Does he? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like Jake gets into both. And, like, Jake is also – I feel like a lot of times when I talk about my favorite murder, it's very female-heavy. Mm -hmm. And even some of my girlfriends listen to it. And I know their husbands like podcasts, but they don't listen to it. But they'll listen to, like, last podcast and laugh. Yeah. Um, but Jake loves my favorite murder. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just love Karen Kilgara. Can we get her on the podcast? God, no. Are you kidding me? She's like friggin', I don't know, share. <laughs> okay, so let's not put pressure on ourselves to make a lot of new friends. Mm -hmm. Maybe focus on the friends that you do have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's a good one. It's like, if you have friends... Maybe just, like, try and give them some more energy and attention. Mm -hmm. As long as they're giving you the energy exactly. and attention, yeah. It has to go both ways. Definitely both ways. Um, if you're trying to make friends and, you know, you're not in college anymore, mm -hmm. you're kind of older, you know, start with possible coworkers. Start, like, looking into groups that have the same interests as, interests as you. You know, mm -hmm. online is a great place to find all those things. Just be careful. Just be careful, definitely. Yeah, especially if you're a woman. And don't give your money to anyone. Do not get scammed. Don't get scammed. If you think you're getting scammed, send us an email and I'll let you know if you're being scammed. Yes. I refuse to let anybody get scammed. I'll, I'll smell it out so quick. 
You should do like common scam alerts. Oh my god. If you think you're joining an MLM, send us this, is, this has nothing to do with friends anymore. Um, don't let don't go searching at for MLMs to be your friends. Yes. Be careful with online groups because it could be an MLM. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. If you really, really, really need a friend, email us and we'll see if we can be friends. And if you have a friend, maybe you're crushing on a friend and you're like, hey, how do I move this to the yes. friend? Email us. We would love to, like, give you some advice yeah. and whatnot. Be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. Definitely be yourself because if yeah. you're not, you're going to spend so much energy being fake and then you're going to think, why did I do this? Yeah. And what are you going to do? What if it really takes off? You're just going to be this fake person forever and what, are you going to be Hilaria? My stomach hurts just <laughs> thinking about it, not Hilaria. <laughs> <laughs> like what? You're just going to put up this pretense for the rest of your life when it takes off? Oh my gosh. And now you, your bridesmaid thinks that you were born in Spain? <laughs> Because you told her you grew up in Spain? <laughs> Don't do it. Just be Don't yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it, baby girl. Don't do it. All right, guys. So that's going to be it for this first episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Michelle, what's our handle? Uh, let's not podcast. Let's not podcast. And if you would be so kind, maybe you could share share us in your stories and tag us. That would be great. Maybe you have a friend that would also care to listen to this. We would appreciate any support Mm -hmm. so, so much. And be sure you guys rate us on whatever platform that you are listening to and be sure to subscribe. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And we hope, we hope you guys have a good week. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you again soon. We'll see you again soon. Okay. All right. We love you. All right, buddy. All right. Right, pal? You're important. And you're special. We love you. And you got a cute butt, too. <laughs> because we know that just Jake and Joe are listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.